Okay, today's daf is daf Tzadik Beis in Yavamis. As we learned for four Shleima, for Yosef Azriel, Ben Chaim Michal, and Allah Ben Ra'uma. <clears throat> so, <clears throat> from the fourth line of the page, Omer Ze'iri. Al-Pibes Mishnah, it said, if you look at the end of the Mishnah, Pesayin of Beis, it was real, in the Mishnah, it's actually a separate Mishnah, but the last few lines say that if the person got married, if she got married based on the testimony of one person, and then she went, uh, she had a hatch from Besden, um, then she doesn't have to bring a carbon. What do you mean a carbon? At the end of the day, she committed adultery, right? Because she slept with another guy thinking that her first husband died. And then it turned out that it was wrong. But since she got a hatch from the Besden, the mission said she doesn't have to bring a carbon because she did it because uh, the rule is that Yachet Al Pi Haras Besden is part of from a carbon because it's Besden's fault, so to speak. They have to take responsibility. It's not. Her fault, and she doesn't bring a carbon. That's what I mean. It's her fault in the sense, obviously, the kid would be a momser, but that's a fact of life that she was uh, she committed adultery. But it's not her fault in the sense of her having to bring a carbon. So says the Mishnah. However, if she did it, if she got married to the second guy, to number two, based on two witnesses who came forth, not that, not with a heterobezin, then that's called the shkaga. She has to bring a carbon. Wasn't a hetero. The difference is, is that as the Mishnah said, that's Yafakoch Shobezdin that Bezin Patsis from recovering because she had a ruling of the court. She did it based on the ruling of the court. She doesn't from That's what the mission is. The, the other Kanasim she has, correct, correct. But not the government. Because the rabbis instituted that. It, it, all, the, all the fines. Why? Because she didn't check carefully, right? Even though, and, and at the end we said, what, is that, what did the Rabbanan say yesterday? That even if she did it with, on the <laughs> testimony of two witnesses, and she didn't rely on this. Two witnesses still the fines applied to her because she still didn't check carefully enough. That's the rule. But the Mishnah said that if she did it, since the Bezin made a ruling, she doesn't have to bring a carbon. That's what the Mishnah said. Without a Haras Bezin, based on Tuatim, she has to bring a That's what the Mishnah said. It was really the end of our Mishnah, really the second Mishnah. Uh, it's a separate Mishnah in the Mishnahis. Now the Gemara is going to discount that. Yeah. Well, apparently not. Yeah. Right. Apparently not. Apparently not. Bezin can only possibly what's in front of them. She, who's concerned about, you know, children that could, she could have children who are moms, Aram, should have employed more, uh, you know, more, pardon? Investigators. Said she should. Bezin didn't necessarily have the power to, uh, have a check out wherever they went. You know, they went overseas somewhere. Bezin maybe couldn't, didn't have the, didn't have the ability to do it. And it's also, you know, Bezin can't. Maybe, maybe they have the resources. It's not their responsibility. Bezin, Paskin's only what's in front of them, only what they can see. Okay, um, so that's what the Mishnah said. The Gemara now says otherwise. Omer Ziri, Our Mishnah is not correct, meaning it's not the final ruling. Because what we, what we learned in the base matters, what do we learn in the base matters? In other words, the ruling that Bezin gave her that she can marry based on the testimony of one, one aid is not even a ruling, it's a total mistake. At the end of the day, it was a mistake, right? Because they said, okay, your husband's dead, you can get married, but her husband wasn't dead. It was, it was, a, it was an incorrect fact. They had, there was an error in. In, in fact, it's like if I always say the example, two people come and say the guy's dead and then he walks in, right? Right? You're about to kill the murderer. He said, he's dead. You killed this guy. Yeah, he saw him kill him. He's dead. He said, 
they dead and buried. The guy walks in. Well, somebody's mistaken over the here. Great exaggerated, right? The Tony Let's say Bezin Paskin. They came Bezin said, "Could we allowed to do Malachis Shabbos over?" And they said, "Yeah." The the sun went down. It's uh, three stars. Uh, you can do work. Turned out it was safe zarf, and then the sun came up. Turned out it was just clouds, whatever. Uh, some uh, you know some uh, an eclipse or or uh, you know a volcano, whatever. The place was dark, and they paskin that uh, Shabbos is over. People went out and did work, and at the end, the sun came up. Ain't Zorah, it's not a ruling. It's a mistake. It's a mistake in fact. It's not a ruling based on uh, legal opinions. It's a mistake in fact. And therefore, this does, therefore, even though they paskin the Bezin paskin form, still have to bring a carbon because it's not considered a psaq. It's considered a mistake. It's all it's a mistake. It's like they said, oh, yes, the guy is dead. Take this guy out. To mur- He's a murderer. And then the, guy, and then the uh, victim shows up. It's a mistake. No, Nachman says it's still a legal ruling, even though it was based on obviously there. It's still a legal ruling. of Nachman How do I know? How do I know this? He gives an example like this. I'll tell you why. How do I know that the ruling has the effect of a of a court ruling? Because the Cholatarakula one eight is never believed. Al Pishnai made him Yakum Now he's believed. My time And Rashi points out that even if they paskin, for example, that Chelav. Uh, and part of the of the the fatty parts of of the uh, and the animal that are that are uh, forbidden to be eaten on punishment of kares, they paskin that it was mutter, right? They, they forgot the halacha, and uh, people went based on that, and uh, now they they fix. Why eras also? What why do you say is a ruling? Was it based on a what was the ruling? What was the legal ruling that we're talking about over here? You can't say that when they paskin that the guy was dead. They didn't paskin that he was dead. They paskin based on the fact that some Rashi's the Amri They relied on the fact, on uh, their, their ruling was based on the fact that a woman's going to check carefully. It's not enough that she just came with one. What witness came and said that the guy's dead? But they also ruled. You know what? We know that the woman's going to check carefully. Turns out they was wrong. The name said the Tovaros. They made a mistake. The low documents, so she didn't check that carefully. So it was based not simply on the ruling of a fact, but it was based on a legal ruling. Legal ruling that we can rely on the fact that she's going to check things out carefully. Well, it turns out that that didn't work out too well. But that was a legal ruling which absolved the woman from being a carbon. Why? Because Yachet Sha'asabah Ras Bezdin is part of a carbon. Is that a That's a hurrah. According to Rabnachman, Nachman saying that's a hurrah. That's a ruling. It's a legal ruling. It's not simply a mistaken fact. However, before we said, Ziri said, no, 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 it's a mistake. In fact, it doesn't, it's not worth anything. I didn't know it's a simple mistake. Give an example, look at it this way. Let's say Bezin Paskin in the case of Chelev or Dam, which cannot be eaten. They Paskin, you could eat it. Let's hear They said, yeah, they made a mistake and they thought you could eat it. Right? When the Pasuk says Chelev and Dam, it's talking about something else. They, they made a mistake and they Paskin had Then they saw a strong reason to forbid it because somebody said, what about this Pasuk, right? A strong reason, Rashi says, a tam muvak, to to say that it's prohibited. Now somebody comes along and says, "Oh wait a minute, maybe it should be mutter." Nobody would listen to that because they've already got a strong reason forbidding it. If they brought down the psukim in the Torah, they made a mistake in harah. So that's a mistake in in harah, right? Because if another person, if somebody's going to come along and now say, "Well, maybe it is mutter," forget about that. No, once you saw a reason to forbid it. You're not going to be mantra. But over here, in our case, let's say the first person came. What happened in our Mishnah? 
One person came along and said that number one, her husband died. Then two people can say, no, 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 he's right here, he's alive. Two people say that he's alive. Okay, that means she's forbidden to marry number two. Now let's say another person says, no, 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 no. Guy comes six months later, a year later, says, you know, your husband died. He was overseas and he died. Is there a reason not to believe this guy? He's not talking about the same thing. Just because we didn't believe the first guy after two Adam came and said he's alive, that's because chronologically, one guy came in, uh, in 2016 and said that he's dead. In 2017, two people came and said, no, he's alive. So we discounted what the first guy said. Now a guy comes in 2022 and he says, he's dead now. Is there a reason not to believe him? It's not like you're contradicting the previous sock. It's not an issue of sock. It's a question of fact. And over here, you would, you would believe him. Because you have to say that when the first guy said he was dead, the guy in 2016, that was simply a mistake. It was simply a mistake. It wasn't an issue of, of, uh, of a halachic ruling. It was, it was wrong. And therefore, it's a mistake. And therefore, in our Mishnah, our Mishnah is wrong. But our Mishnah says that if she got married based on testimony of one person with the, with the Besden, it's simply a mistake. And therefore, she, he still has to bring it apart. There's a rule. There's a rule. I'm just going to uh, mute this a little bit. And there's a little issue here. Okay. And mute. Okay. Um, so um, w- when there's an issue of a halachic ruling, we have a call. If one person followed a raw, he's part of a carbon. This is not considered a raw, according to Ziri and according to Ray Rava says it, because it's simply a mistaken fact. Also holds that it's a mistake. Let the ruling, let the law pierce the mountain, meaning you think it's one way, we're going to come and knock you off. Meaning, in this case, where one person came and said, one aide came and said that number one is dead. And she got married based on that. And now he sh- now her husband shows up. She has to bring a carbon, even though it was based on the testimony of one person and Bezin was Matur. Why? The Tavi Chatashmen, she's got to bring like a fat Chatas. So she's high from bringing a Chatas as a sin. Now, brings a carbon. If it was a ruling, a my Masik carbon. Why should she bring a carbon? The rule is Yachachas of Haras Bezdin is part of a carbon. Maybe he disagrees with that. Maybe Rabbi Lezer and Erkus disagrees with the basic idea. He says that if a person followed, even though if a person, one person followed the Rav of Bezdin, maybe you have to bring a carbon. What's the idea? Let the din pierce the, uh, pierce the mountain. Meaning, even though you assume that, hey, she's in the clear because of Bezdin asking for her and you follow the bezin. what could be better than that? No, the din is, the fact is that this is not, it wasn't a psak, it was a mistake. And if it was made a mistake, that doesn't count as a psak, and therefore you have to bring a carbon. Um, right, uh, Rashi said at the beginning, it's not a raw, lift a oh, let's say it's zebra. We know the call, Param Davashil Tzibar, in Horos, in Horos, that in Horias, that uh, if, um, mo, if the tzib, if the bezin paskin wrong and most of the tzibur followed them, then they bring one carbon param davashel tzibur. That's only if it's a psak. But if it's a mistake, no, then those rules don't apply. You don't say that an individual doesn't have to bring a carbon and the tzibur brings a param davashel tzibur. Rather, each individual person has to bring their own carbon because there was no rule. It's not considered a halachah and it's considered a mistake. Before, did you imagine? Pardon? 
Did you imagine a situation like that? Where everybody would have to bring yeah, carbon. Yeah, sure, yeah. sure, sure. Yeah, there are many cases like that in Horvitz. Okay, at the end of the Mishnah said, let's say Bez and Paskin that she could get married, right? And then, and okay, it, out, it turns out that it was a mistake. But meanwhile, she didn't get just remarried to somebody else. She went and ruined herself. She corrupted herself. What does that mean? Even according to our mission, we just said now that whoever she marries subsequent to this mistake, because really the husband, number one, is still alive. Uh, whoever she marries, um, she's supposed to bring a carpet because it was a mistake. It was an error. It wasn't really a ruling. But the Mishnah said that based on the ruling, she doesn't have to bring a carpet because she followed the ruling. However, that's only if she got married regularly. But if she committed znus and married somebody that slept with somebody she shouldn't sleep with, she has to marry carbon because they said you're allowed to marry number two. So let's say that she said allowed to marry number two. We're not talking about the fact that the moms are and all that. The mice of the psak, we said, the kids and moms are anyway, even though she had a psak and all the rules apply because she didn't check carefully whether it's one eight or two eight. But the Mishnah said that she doesn't have to bring a carbon if she followed the Besden. She followed the Besden. However, that's only if she followed the Besden and married number two. But if she went then and uh, and made herself, let's say, into a, into a zona and slept and slept with the wrong people, then she's supposed to bring a carbon. So that's when she says, my talk, what do we mean? That Rablazar Omer, Zinsa, she was Mazana. She just was Mazana Stam with somebody. doesn't mean that she got married. That That's also for that she has to bring a carbon because at the end of the day, she was still married to number one, right? Because at the time, number one was really still alive. We didn't know that, but she didn't know that, but number one's really alive. So she committed adultery. The other no, what it means is she married somebody she's not allowed to marry. It's really a marriage. In other words, if if number one was really dead, then the znus wouldn't be so bad, right? Because she just slept with somebody without, uh, she wasn't really married. Uh, but the Mishnah says, when she have a carbon, we're talking about if she was an Amana marrying a coin girl or Grusha marrying a coin hated, where she was over on an Isra. Grusha means, uh, Grusha, Isra da Raisa, Chutz, Isra da Barn. Mandam the one who says that she's hyper carbon just for snus, she can't have a coin gadol. I'm sorry, kolshkan coin gadol. If it's if it's uh, if you're high of a carbon for being mezana stam with somebody, certainly if she's over an isra of a marrying a coin gadol, who should close like that? Manda malmala coin gadol. The one who says no, we means kilkla means she ruined herself. She's sinned. That's only by a coin gadol where you can't basically she can't marry any meaning. She shouldn't have married anyway. Even if you're saying that the husband number one is dead and she's an Amana, but she can't marry Cohen Gunnel now because she's an Amana. So we're saying now that he Besson gave her a hat, okay. You, we have one aide says you're, that your husband died. We, we assume you checked out carefully. You're free to marry. But not an Amana Cohen Gunnel or Grisha Fasak. Hey, that's what me does that, that you're high of a carbon. Avalzinsolo, my time with the Amrik, she could say, I told me that she would, you made me into Pnuya. It's not her fault. In other words, she doesn't bring a carbon because she says Bezin Paskifer. Again, we don't Paskin that way, maybe because it was a mistake, but the, according to the Mishnah, that she doesn't have to bring a carbon if Bezin was Matar, that's only if Bezin was Matar her to get married, but Znus, uh, not, not as bad at the end of the day because she was Muzana Samistam. But it, in terms of a Mamzer, in terms of adultery, at the end of the day, yeah, either way, her husband was alive. But at the time, she says, according to our mission, she's part from recovery because the mission said, the, the, she could say, listen, you said my husband's dead. So I didn't commit adultery because you said my husband's dead. However, if uh, if she went and she married a Cohen Guttel, that the best one was not monster to do that. She still went on Mana, right? Or if she's a Grusha, can't marry a Cohen. Tanik was to Rabbi Yochanan, proved to Rabbi Yochanan 
that we're talking about Malkos. Her best and also best possible. She can get married based on testimony of one witness. And she went and ruined herself, committed a sin. Kagon. She went astray, let's say. Kagon. I'm she has to bring carbon. I'll call be of a be a blazer. So this is this is a lazer, right? This is a lazer in a brisa. So presumably it's a lazer ben shemua, uh, they, who's the tana, um, and she's chayvin because it can't be Reb Eliezer. He said, "My this, that's really." He said, "My kulkul Reb Eliezer Omer since it's not Reb Eliezer, the science is Reb Eliezer. That's probably Reb Eliezer ben Kedos the Amora, and he's arguing with Reb Yochanan and the other Amora. And now he brings a proof to Reb Yochanan from Reb Eliezer. It can't be the same Reb Eliezer because Reb Eliezer disagrees with Reb Yochanan. Probably this Reb Eliezer ben Shemua." And he says, yeah, you're chayv on each and every bia, meaning you're allowed to get remarried. Now it turns out she wasn't, uh, she she was still married to number one. She's on each and every bia. Because it's like one helam. Uh, it's like one helam. It's like you committed several, you 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 uh, didn't know the chayv was also. And um, you forgot chayv was also. And you ate piece, many pieces of chayv, right? You ate it at several different uh, junctions. You ate the chayv. So it's called one helam. It's in one Lack of knowledge, you know, in, in one uh, um, one spell of of uh, not knowing about the Yisr, right? So the same thing over here. Rabbi Lezer says uh, the Chum say you're only you're high of one. She's only one high of one carbon for all the time she slept with the uh, forbidden person. She married five different people. She's high in each and every one. All of a goof increases. That even though it's one helam, she thought she wasn't married anymore. And the chacham say, so if she slept, let's say, with the same guy five times, she's only chayv one carbon. However, she's but if she slept with five different people, because gufim mechlokin, different bodies make it a separate isurim, and she'd have to bring five karbonos. So there we said, but again, the, the point is, is that uh, according to our Mishnah, not necessarily according to Allah, but according to our Mishnah, if Bez and Paskin, that she can get remarried, that she she's free to marry, and uh, she married, she just slept around, according to Rabbi without being she wouldn't be high of a carbon. She wouldn't be high of a carbon. If she slept with the wrong person, thinking that she's a mother, she's still married to Kohen Gadol, or if she's a Grusha, Chalutza, married to Kohen Hedyot, then she would be high of a carbon, even though best and possible for her, even according to our mission. Now we have um, other cases which are similar to this. Now here, the issue is not that two people came along afterwards and said he's alive or he showed up, but rather the question was the sequence. If a man, if a man dies and he left a son, is there yibum? No, there's no yibum, right? No yibum. So what happened was her the husband took the son into the business and they went on a business trip. And her husband and son went on a business trip and they came and they told her, you know what? They're dead. Your husband died. Then your son died. So is there a chayav yibam over there? If the father, if the husband died first, no, because as we learned, as soon when the husband died at that second, he left a child who was he was a viable child. He was a son. He was an adult. Whatever. There's no there's no yibam. Even if the son dies subsequently, as we said, recha derecha. No, I'm not going to say she's a lot. She's free to marry. <coughs> then all of a sudden, she's not free to marry. Not going to do that. As we had the gemara the other day, Rashi had said that. So, you know, once she's married already, what are you going to say now? Now he should give her chalitza. She won't, she'll be fine. She'll, you know, she'll be um, repulsive to her husband if you're going to give her chalitza now. But uh, uh, Rachel asked me about that. 
uh, it's not simply that that case. Back Tosis is back on Beis Malal. Tosis talks about Rachadam. You can't have a situation where she's mutter, then she's she's mutter to remarry, then she's also to remarry. This one's mutter, that one's also. So Drachev, and we we say if the husband died and he had a children at that time, one or more children, she's parted from Eva, right? So what happened over here? They told her your husband died and then your son died, but they're both dead now. Okay, so at this point, what is she allowed? She's allowed to remarry because at the time her husband died, she's there's no even. Vanessa, she got remarried. <coughs> thinking that it was permissible to remarry because when her husband died, she still had a son, uh, or he had a son, right? Keith, that he had a son. Um, and then, then what happened? <coughs> then they came and told her, it's not clear from the Mishnah when they say Omru. Omru sounds like there were multiple witnesses. Some say that they, they were they were Muslim, the first set of Adam, but Omru could also be one A, like we saw in the previous the first Mishnah, that Omru means they told her. They told her now it was the other way around. Your son died first, then the husband died, which means Now what's she done? Meanwhile, she's married somebody in the Shuk. That's Yuvam the Shuk, right? So she's been over on an Israelav. Tate she has to leave the second marriage, right? Because she married him. Tate the guy, her husband's dead anyway, but she has to leave that marriage because she married him be Isr. And the kids are moms. Now, Rishon Vachram doesn't exactly make too much sense over here. It means you married this other guy, the kids are moms. Why is it a moms? It's only Yavam Lashuk. So the mission is going like Rabbi Kiva, who holds that, like that by Yisrael the kids also a moms. We don't hold that it's a moms. Because what happened over here? At the end of the day, what was she? She was the Yavama who should have had Yibam, assuming that the guy had a brother, right? There was a brother, there's no brothers, no Yibam, but her husband died, left a brother. And the, and the son died first. So there was a case of Yibam. And she didn't wait. She thought that the son died later. Turned out the son died before the husband. Therefore, she was chayven Yibam. She married Yashuk. So therefore, the kid would be a mamzer. And she must leave the marriage. Again, presumably, Tetzay. We'll see why. Different opinions. One opinion of is that she's not allowed to live with him. Like, like, uh, like she committed adultery. He's like the adulterer. Another opinion is simply is that it's an Isra Drabbanan. Okay, Amulo, let's say it was the other way around. Amulo meis Let's do this case. They said your husband, your husband's son went overseas, the, the son died first, then the husband. What does that mean? She's Chayiv and Yibam. The son died first. When the husband died, there were no children. Chayiv and Yibam. Okay. She married his brother. He went to, to Hong Kong, right? And they said, your husband, your son died, and your husband died. It was an accident. First your son died, then your husband died. She married his brother. And then, they said, no, it was the other way around. The husband died first. The son died second. Therefore, it was <laughs> she wasn't allowed to marry the brother-in-law. It's an erva. Now, not even a to Bekiva, even a to Rabbanon. This is a problem. This will be a mamzer. mamzer. So you say again, the child from the first and the second is Mamzer. What do we mean first and second? Either before or after he heard about it, Mamzer. The Lashon of Rishon Nachman in the first case is a little bit difficult because he married Yavam Lashuk. What do you mean Rishon Nachman? The Gemara is going to talk about that. Okay, a third case. They told her her husband died and she got remarried. There were no children, right? They said her husband died and she got married. No problem, right? And what? She got married. Let's say there was no, forget about Yibam. 
They just said your husband died. There was no brother, whatever. And she got married based on the Yachachom. And then the kid told her, he's dead now. You're right, he's dead now. But at the time they told you he was alive, at the time they told you before that he was dead, he was still alive. You understand? They came and told her in 2016 that he's dead. In 2017, she got remarried based on that testimony. Now in 2018, they said, somebody came and said, he just died now. He was alive. He was he was, he was alive in 2016, he was alive in 2017 when you married Yankel over there. But now he's dead. And now he's dead. So Tate say she has to leave that marriage because she committed adultery. Vavlad Rishamamzer. Now it makes sense. Vavlad Rishamamzer, the Vlad that she had, what, in 2018, right, or in 2017, 2018, that guy, that gives a Mamzer because her husband was still alive. But if she had a child, after, if she consummated after her husband actually died, whenever that was, they said, now he died in whatever, January 1st, 2018. And she consummated afterwards, that kid's not a momser because even though she was still married to the same adulterer, quote unquote, right? But at this point, her husband was dead, right? Her husband was dead. And once her husband was dead, she consummated afterwards, that kid's not a momser. Because at the end of the day, right? She was married to her husband until he was dead, right? Till he died. There's only two ways to get out of a marriage. Death or divorce, right? One of the two. He didn't divorce her, but he died. But at the time that she remarried Yankel over there, turns out that he was still alive. So that any kid who came during that time is a momser. If any kid that was consummated afterwards, he's he's uh, you don't need a court or anything impossible. He's dead. He's dead. She has to leave the marriage anyway because no, kids on a momser. Get after the kids on a momser. If she doesn't leave the marriage, if she didn't leave the marriage, or or it depends on what what meaning of Vlad Mamzer, Vlad Ena Mamzer, if she consummated after he indeed died, whatever date they gave for the death. You understand? Or if he said, listen, he died yesterday and she didn't leave the marriage right away, she waited a few days and consummated that, so that kid would not be a Mamzer. Right. Does she have to leave that marriage? Yeah, yeah, that's what you say, Tay said, right. And she's really married. No, she's no, it's like because yeah, he's a he's an adulterer. She didn't check it out carefully enough, right? He's dead. He's dead. No, 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 he's no, dead no. Now now, he, now her husband's dead. By the time the adulterer first married her, he wasn't dead. It's like a sota. A sota, what's the rule of a sota? If a woman commits adultery, she's forbidden to her husband and forbidden to the adulterer. The same thing over here. The rabbi said the same, the same rule. The rabbi's forbid it. She's not. Not, she doesn't have to leave the marriage Torah, but the rabbis forbade it. Amala baseball, the last case, Amala baseball from Miscacha. Let's say they told her husband's dead and she didn't get married to the other guy. She just had Kedushim. She got engaged to Yankel. Yaakov Baba, then her husband showed up with Tereslav so she can go back because she never consummated with Yankel. Then she can go back to her first husband. Even though the second guy gave her a get. Let's say he gave her a get because he gave her Kedushim. He gave her a get. It's meaningless. She didn't pass Makuna. A woman who's divorced who can't marry a Kohen is only if she was divorced from her husband. But if she was divorced from somebody who wasn't her husband, meaning number one married her, right? They told her number one is dead. Somebody told her number one's dead. And she got engaged to Yankel. Now, now her husband showed up. Her husband showed up. Even if Yankel gives her a get now, it's not really a get because. She, she was married to Yanko. She was married to number one. And therefore, that doesn't ruin her from marrying a Cohen subsequently. Okay, my Misha Maya, we're talking about the first case. The very first case was what happened? They told her that uh, her husband died and then her son, meaning she's free to marry. And then they told her it was the other way around. 
the husband died later and she was Chayiv and Yibam. So she was Yibam al-Shul. So she has to leave the marriage. And the Vlad Rishon Achim, what do you mean Rishon Achim? I'm Rishon Achim. Elam Rishon Lefneishmur, before she heard about it, after she wrote, there's only one Yankel over here, right? Before she heard about it, after, either way, she wasn't supposed to be married to him, right? Because she was, it turns out, she was Yibam al-Shul. So listen to Vlad Mamzer. What does he have to say before and after? Just say the kids of Mamzer, either way, from the second guy, because the first guy's still alive. That's the machine with the boy in the mistake, or the first, the first, um, not because he's alive, because, but rather because the son died before the father, right? And therefore, she got married based on that, and uh, she was a Yavama. It turns out that really that the the husband died subsequently, right? But they told her that the husband died first, then the son. Then it turned out they said it was the other way around. The son died first, then the husband. So she was a Yavama. She shouldn't marry somebody in the shuk. So whoever kids she had from that, her is a mamzer, according to Bekiva, right? So listen, Avlad Mamzer, what is the safer? Because the safer, the third case says, they told your husband's dead and she got remarried. He was alive before, but now he's dead. The kid that she had before the first husband died, before her husband died, that's a mamzer. The kid she had after her husband actually died, it's not a mamzer. So there we talk about Rishon Achron, so Tan Rami Reisha, Rishon Achron, mamzer, even though it doesn't make that much sense. Tan Rabbanam. Zu de Rebekiva. This business about the first case, the Yavama Lashuk, meaning she was really a Yavama because the son died first and the husband. So she was Chayv and Yavama. But she thought it was the other way around. She thought the husband died first and the son. So she married somebody in the Shuk. So we say, the kid's a mamzer. Why is the kid a mamzer? It's only Yavama Lashuk. Tan Rabbanam Zu de Rebekiva. She Yavama Ein Kedusha Tavs Mechayv Elav. It's a Chayv Elav. It's not Tavs. It's the kid's a mamzer. There is no mamzer from Yivam al-Shuk. Why say a mamzer from Say a mamzer Michai Velavin. Because that's what the ones who argue with the Rekiva hold. This is not the general sheet of the rabbis that hold a mamzer Michai Velavin. But this is another ton of Rekiva the Amr Michai Velavin to share of a mamzer Michai Velavin the great Elavin mamzer. It's this one. Meaning he says, there's no mamzer from Yivam al-Shuk but there is a mamzer. That's why he says the end of because he holds there is a mamzer from chayv What kind? If it's chayv and the share. If it's, for example, um, you marry uh, your chalutza, you give chalitza to somebody, and then you marry her. That's called chayv uh, of share. You're not supposed to marry and she's related to him. She's the sister-in-law. That's and there. There's there. There's a mamzer. There's only a, this this town of Rebekiva holds that there is chayv of uh, when it's when it's a relationship, it's an ancestral relationship of share, meaning a relative. That's not a mamzer, meaning a grusha chalutza, or let's say a masuk shasamishanisas, which is a stam chayvilavin. There is no mamzer over there. That's why he says there are a mamzer miyavama, but there is a mamzer from other from other chayvilavin, like chayvilavin of share. But a yavama marries lashuk. It's not it's not share. She's just marrying yankul in the street. There's no mamzer over there. That's why he says a mamzer miyavama because there's mamzer from other chayv elavin of share. It's not the regular sheet of the rabbis who hold that a mamzer from chayv elavin at all. Amrav Yuda, Amrav. Now we come to the basic question: If a chalutz, if a woman who's yavama, she's supposed to marry the brother-in-law of that chalitza, and she marries somebody in the street, she marries Yankel in the street, just as a sama friend, a sama guy she marries. We hold presumably that the marriage uh, it's only chayv elavin. Right? Not look at it gives us, it's a mamzer. We all not like that, not a mamzer, but is the marriage chal that she need to get? 
So Rav says, even though we know Kedushin is tofus by other Chayvalavan, if a coin mirror is a Grusha, the Kedushin is Chal. It can't even be any marriage. It doesn't work. It's like the Torah is saying, it's only Chai Bilavin, if you hold not like a Bekiva, like rather like the Rabbanan, but still Kedushin doesn't work. There's no Kedushin there at all. To a stranger, meaning the non-Yavam, if she didn't get Chalitza yet, and she marries somebody in the street, she right, then then uh, it's not it's not a condition. You don't need a you don't need a get, according to Rob. Shmuel says, Baniosenu, in our intellectual poverty, unfortunately, we're not, we don't know. She has to get a get. If she needs a get from them, again, what's the case? A woman died, Reuben dies, left a wife with no children. And she's supposed to marry Shimon, the brother, and she marries Yankel in the street. Is it a marriage? Rav says that you don't even need to get. It's not a marriage. Means I'm not sure what that means. Only Karcher Bekiva. But let's assume we elect Rabbanan that a kid's not a monster. She marries Yankel in the street, the kid's not a monster. He had a case today, it could happen today, right? A man dies with no children. The wife is not, not religious, doesn't want to get involved with chalitza or anything like that, and she marries somebody's son. So is the kid a mamzer? We hold the kid's not a mamzer. Kid's not a mamzer. Only country keep it's a mamzer because it's chayv However, would she need to get? According to Rav, she doesn't even need to get because it's not a marriage. It's like she just slept with somebody's son. Slept with somebody's son. If, 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 um, if she's a Yavama and she just is Mazana with somebody, right? She has a relationship with somebody. Let's say she's not religion, just has a relationship Kilkula. with somebody. Pardon? Kilkula. Yeah, Kilkula, right? So she's not, uh, according to Pedro Blazer. Right. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> kid's not a mom. Does she need to get, though, when she marries somebody else? If she marries him, Rob said, you don't even need to get. Shmuel says, I'm not sure. She was by Niasenu in our, in our unfortunate uh, poverty. I don't know. We don't know what the Alasrika gets. He's not sure. She shouldn't marry. You shouldn't marry this one. You should coin should marry Grusha, Halala, uh, Zona. So he's telling you that the Yavama should not marry somebody in the street, but rather she should wait for Chalitza or Yivam. So he's not sure. So we have a machlokas here. Rav says, you don't even need to get the condition of Chal. Shmuel says, we're not sure. Omalei, Rav Mari, Barach, and Rav Ashi. She would need to get. Because if it, in other words, she went and she married Yanko. They made a wedding. I mean, that's just leave the whole business. Even though she's over in a lav. But Kedushin's Chal, we have to be concerned about that. And she would need to get. Omar Ashi. Now that you say looks like Shmuel. So what do you do now? She married... Somebody in the street, Yankel. Imhoi Yavama Cohen. If her Yavam was a Cohen, let's say that they're the brother, right? Her husband died. <clears throat> she didn't wait for Yivam or Chalitza. She married Yankel. And now the brother, Shimon, is a Cohen. Shimon a Cohen. If he was a Cohen, now he, 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 can't, he can't marry her now. That's what I'm saying. Must be. Otherwise, how would you hear him? I don't know. Maybe they're outside. Uh, they're getting louder. I don't know. It's a Gilgal. Wants to hear the sheer. Let's say Yavama was a coin. 
or you could do is this. Now, if he was a coin, right? If he was a coin, presumably she's now like a zona, right? Because she slept with someone she shouldn't. He can't marry her. He can give her chalitza now. She's married Yankel, right? She married Yankel. And it's possibly a marriage you need to get. So what you could do is this. If the brother Shimon was a Kohen, let her give chalitza, let him give her chalitza for Charlotte, and then she could stay married to Yankel. Says the Gemara, Iskuri, Iskuri, he's going to profit by this. He's going to be, they're both sinners, right? Both the wife, uh, Leah, let's call her, right? Leah and uh, Yankel have sinned. They, she's a Yavama. She's supposed to wait for Yimur Chalitza and she married Yankel. So now what are you going to say? Let's, let's, get, let's uh, now retroactively make, you know, uh, permit it. We're going to give a, a, a hechsher on the marriage now by having the Kohen, the brother Shimon, give her, give her uh, chalitza now and allow it? No, that's forbidden. She should leave that marriage. Yisrael, if he was a Yisrael, no sheni get, then what gives now, Yankel should give her a get, because we're saying Korach Shmuel, she needs a get. Vuhutrulo, and then she can marry, she can marry the Shimon. She can marry Shimon. Now, why if she can marry Shimon? Even though she's committed Znus effectively, but she's allowed to, to marry Shimon. Rashi says over here, um, yeah, no, there's not, not Vuhutrulo, she's much to marry the Avam. Okay, meaning let him give her a get. She made she did something that's forbidden. If he's the Yavam is not a Kohen, if he's a Kohen, he can't marry her because she's committed a a a, uh, a bad act and uh, she's a zona. But if he's a Yisrael, he can marry a zona. Yisrael can marry a zona. Marry Gilras can marry zona. So let him give her a get, and then she can marry uh, she can marry uh, Shimon the brother. Listen to this case. Yavama Lashuk. Right, she's supposed to marry uh, Shimon or get Felitza. Kedushin ain't banasu and yeshba. There's no kedushin, meaning it sounds like Shmuel, right? Uh, I'm sorry, like Rav rather. Kedushin is not Chal. She marries uh, Yankel, but nasu and yeshba. But there is nasu. What do you mean that you need to get? You need to get. That's apparently what it means. Rashi says because I get then this is Lazar. She amru lemeis balach. She needs to get like Shmuel said. You need to get. So the Gemara says, I understand, but Kedushin, if Kedushin doesn't work, if she doesn't need to get, if he did Kedushin, or shouldn't need to do either. So there is no Kedushin, meaning like Rav, that it's not, there's no, it's not Chal at all, Kedushin's not Chal. It's like a man who marries his sister, gives her Kedushin, doesn't mean anything, no. Uh, if your man goes over and gives a Kedushin to a married woman, it doesn't mean anything, right? It doesn't work, the same thing. So Sia tells us that even though it's only in a Salah, that the Kedushin is not Chal. Iboy Seymah Minus Suim, Yeshba, Biznus, means this, that if he marries her, if he consummates the marriage, if Yankel consummates the marriage with Leah over here, it's considered Znus, Shizinsa. this woman, a Yavama, Shemer Siyavam, that was Mazana Asur Liyavma, she's also to her, to her brother-in-law, like a married woman who committed adultery, like a sota I mentioned before, if a sota commits adultery, if somebody announces she's forbidden to her husband, she's forbidden to the adulterer. And same thing over here, if she, as uh, she who committed adultery, cannot marry the, uh, the Yavam. Not like we said before, that what? That Imaya Yavam Yisrael, the second guy should give her a get, then she can marry him. No, we don't say that. But rather like we can't marry the Yavama. And Rashi is the here, but it's not because this is Mitzrayah Yavam. Kravam Nuna. Ravashi. Dharma Leo. No Sumashani get. He doesn't hold the Ravam Nuna. In other words, he says that Ravashi said before 
that if the Yavama married Yankel, she didn't wait for Yid Mechalitza. Well, you know what? Yankel can give her a get. And if uh, Shimon, the brother of the, the Yavam, is not a Kohen, he can marry her now. <coughs> that he can do. But here we say not like that. He says, no, Nesuin Yeshba is Nus, that if Yankel consummated with uh, Leah, she's forbidden to marry uh, Shimon ever again. I can tell you, like we said originally, meaning that it's an issue of a get. What do we mean by that? Meaning this, if she went to Yankel, Yavama, she was Yavama, she should have waited for Yivam Chalitza from Shimon. She didn't. And she got Kedushin from, from Yankel. So you know what? That doesn't require a get, right? This is Kedushin Einba. You don't need Kedushin. If you hold like Rav, the Kedushin is not Chal. What we're saying over here is what? Like uh, um, that Rashi says, give me a card. And the Su and Yeshba, we need get. Lamashim Kedushin is not Kedushin because like, you hold like Rav, Kedushin is not Chal. Elder, but what? But we say, if if you send her out without a get, you might say also that a woman who went overseas and her husband, whose husband went overseas and they told him that he died and then he shows up again, should also go out without a get. Might be she just need a get from the second guy. And there we say, you do need a get. You make all the chumras of uh, Anaskasha, but if it's only Kedushin from Yanko, then you don't need a get. That's what he means to say. What Avgil Moravchir says of Ivami, Kedushin, meaning that if you only got Kedushin from, uh, from, um, uh, from Yankel, uh, the, the, the guy in the street gave her Kedushin. No, we go like Rav Kedushin, uh, it's not Chal, it doesn't do anything. You don't need to get. But if she's in the Suin, even though the Kedushin is not Chal and the Suin, the Harwin Bichalili, you still need to get. They, why? The, the Michlof of Ishel's Maramsim, because if you say you don't need to get here, you'll assume in a case in, the, in our first mission that a woman went overseas and they told her husband's dead and she got remarried based on that, you would also say you don't need to get there. And there we say, Lachomer, you do need to get. And all the rules apply, so people shouldn't think that you can leave a marriage without a get. That's what it means. That Rashi says here, if she only had Kedushin from Yanko, Loboy Geta. We said, what was the fourth case in our Mishnah? The Mishnah we learned today, the fourth case was that they told her your husband's dead, and she went and got Kedushin from some guy, a stranger, got Kedushin, and then her husband showed up. She's allowed to go back to her husband because she never consummated with the second guy. There's no concern there. And that's what we say over here, too, from it's only Kedushin she doesn't need to get from him. Amrav Yanai. The Chabura and Nimnavgam, we had a Chabura of our rabbis, and we took a vote and we said, Ain Kedushin be Yavam, Ain Kedushin does Yavam, like Rav, that Kedushin is not tough, Kedushin doesn't work at all, Yavam Lashur. Amal Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Lomish, the same Rabbi Yochanan said to Rabbi Yanai, Rabbi, it's in the Mishnah, it's not, it's in Favish Mishnah, where you're teaching us now, I think it's in Favish Mishnah, it's not. Homelish, a man says to a woman, I'm right now still a guy, I'm going through the gear process. I'm marrying you now. When it should be how after I'm a guy or after you're a guy, you're if the woman is being a guy, after I'm freed, I'm free after I become a freed slave, after you become free, I'm giving you marriage now to be how after your husband dies, you know, your husband's dead, or we're gonna kill him, whatever, you know. Here's Kedushan, I want it to be how after your husband, I can't marry you now, you're married to somebody, but after your husband, I'm next in line. The guy's over and says, Here's Kedushan, I remember that's just. After your husband's dead, or after your sister dies, meaning he's married to her sister. He says, after his wife dies, he's planning to marry her sister. You can't marry your sister while she's alive. You need to divorce her, right? 
So uh, let's roll up a chayel. So he tells her, I'm marrying you after your husband, after uh, nobody else. When, when he says, when he's saying, when his own wife dies, don't marry somebody else. I'm marrying you. Afterwards, or I marry you after you get chalitza. I, I'm a stranger, I have chalitza. So, what do you see? The Kedush is not So, Rabbi Yochanan said to Rabbi Yana, you're teaching, you're taking, you're taking, you took a boat now, and you said, Kedush is not It's a Mishnah. You say, if you say to somebody, I'm marrying you after you get chalitza, it doesn't work. Mashma, why? Because Kedush does not work on a Yavama. Achshat means she's a Yavama, right? She's wishing she's from Yavama. She's waiting for Yibam. And you say to her, I'm marrying you, Shibichal, after the Chalitza. Not Mukadesh is why, because it, you can't be Mukadesh right now. So Rav Yana, he retorted to Rav Yochanan, I'm a le'ilah, the loyal chaspah, loyal chaspah. Had it not been that I lifted up the shard for you, meaning this is a, like we're saying, I enlightened you as to that reason. If it wouldn't be, if it wouldn't be that I lifted up the shard for you, would you have found the pearl under the shard, so to speak? I'm the one who enlightened you to the reason of the Mishnah. Why? Because had it not been for my words that I said, you could say, the reason why, when I say to you, I'm marrying you, you're Yavama, you're supposed to wait for Shimon to give you Chalitza. Well, I'm marrying you after he gives you Chalitza. You know why it doesn't work? Because I can't marry you. I can't, I can't marry, since I can't marry you right now, it's also for me to marry you right now. Not necessarily because the Chalitza is not Chalitza, because since it's also for me to marry right now, so I can't do something later that it, I can't make something work later, be how later if I can't do it right now. Um, right? So that's what he said to him. Rashi says, Rashi explains it. Uh, he loved, uh, Rashi, six lines from the bottom of the page. He loved, uh, the time we should build a solution. You wouldn't have assumed that the reason solution is not how. It's not here right now. I'm telling you, I want to marry you after you get Chalitza. Yeah, but it's, Right now, you're not you're not mechulatz uh, yet, right? You didn't get chalitz yet. Maybe it's because you can't be you can't transfer possession or acquire possession of something that's not here yet. Maybe you could do it right now. In no other words, maybe maybe technically, even if you could do it right now, but it's not here. It's not here yet. Meaning kedushin could be chal maybe on a chalutza uh, on a on a Maybe kedushin would be chal. But I'm telling you, I'm going to marry you after you get chalitza, right? Maybe I can't do something. It's not here right now. It's a double shlobalom. Because what is his rule? His rule, his words were, I'm marrying you after you get chalitza. Okay, fine. But she's not chalitza yet, right? So therefore, he can't do something that didn't have an effect yet. But if he would marry her right now, before she gets chalitza, maybe maybe it would be chal. That's what he's saying. So therefore, I'm the one who told you that, that's chal. I'm the one who passed like Rav. Rav Yanni said, I'm said, that's the reason it doesn't work. Kedushin is not toface. From the Mishnah, all you say is that if I say to you, I want to marry you after you get chalitza, it doesn't work because it's not, chalitza is not here yet. I can't do it later on. Rabbi said to Rabbi Yochanan, it wouldn't be that you got praise from Rabbi Yanai. Rabbi Yanai said, yeah, you know, you're a good Mishnah, but, you know, I gave you the reason. It wouldn't be praise. You have a said, I would have said, the Mishnah doesn't prove anything. Because that Mishnah goes like Dumber and Kedushin tells him Chayv Elavin. Maybe that Mishnah is it's Chayv Elavin. Maybe he holds Kedushin with him. Maybe Lolam right. Maybe it really could very well be that Kedushin is tough with him. Maybe it goes like like a Bekiva who holds that Kedushin is not tough with Chayv Elavin and Chalutza Yevam Olishuk is Chayv Elavin. Says the Gemara, what do you mean? Bekiva. If it goes like Bekiva, Ki Amalosh Ach Shichas Yemer lives with Hashem. It should be Chal. If it goes like a Bekiva, then if the reason is because of Davar Shlomo Olam, 
then if he says, it should be chal, meaning he's not marrying her right now. You're saying maybe goes like Rebbe Kibo says that, that, uh, uh, that um, Kedusha not, does not work on a Chai Velavin, and right now it's Chai Velavin because she's Yivam Lashuk. But if it would be like a Bekiva, the mission should work because he says, I want, I'm going to marry you after you get Chalitza. Okay, it's a Dabr Shalom. She didn't get the Chalitza yet. Yeah, but a Bekiva holds that, that Dabr, you could be, it could work. If it goes like a Bekiva, how could you say the mission goes like a Bekiva? Well, it's in Kedushan Tafsim Chai but maybe according to us, Kedushan would be Chal on a Yivam Lashuk. If it goes like a Bekiva, if he says lachshit lachshit litvisim baklushin kudusha dashmilo b'kivi yom b'kivos d'amar adamak davar shalom b'kivos that you could be mak davar shalom you could transfer possession to something that's not here yet that's not konim shenes lapis let's say a woman who's obligated to sew for her husband and do x amount of work for her husband and she says uh, I make a vow that you can't anything my work you can't have any enough from ain't so he doesn't have to break that netter because she's already mishubad she's obligated to give him x amount of work she can't say you know the worker who's who, who took the money from you cannot say and he's supposed to uh work for you can't say i'm you i make a vow and say you can't have enough from this work he's obligated to give it to you could should break it because maybe she'll do extra work you know she's obligated for x amount then maybe she'll do y and do extra work so what do you see over here that she says uh, she's making a vow and she's forbidding something which isn't here yet. The work that she's going to do, it's a double shalom. Yet Rabbi Kiva says that it works for the extra part. So you see, it could be mak double shalom. Says more no. Like Merlam Ravuna, Rabbi Yeshua. Maybe there it's not a double shalom. But Omeris he kachu yodai lo sayem the yadaim is to ba'alma. It was having. She didn't say I'm I'm um, I'm forbidding the work, the produce that I'm going to make later on, the product of my of my work, my my uh, work work. That, that I'm going to produce is forbidden to you, but rather my hands, which are here right now, their work, because for anything that they're going to produce, they have, any work of my hands is forbidden, and her hands are here. So that's not a Dabr Olam. So at this point, we're saying, maybe Rebbe Kiva holds that ain't a Dabr Olam, and therefore the Mishnah could go like Rebbe Kiva. But we're going to see another opinion tomorrow, plead Rav Nachman, who holds that all these rabbis who are all Tamidim of Rabbi Kiva and Rabbi Kiva himself holds that you could be knocked over Shalom. Rabbi Meir is a famous Talmud of Rabbi also you could be knocked over Shalom. And therefore, that is a valid point. If it goes like Rabbi Kiva, um, that holds that, uh, that a person could be knocked over Shalom, so maybe it should work. If he says to you, I'm going to marry you after I'm a guy or after you're a guy or I'm going to marry you after the wife dies or after uh, after you get Chalitza, even though it's a Dabr Olam, you could transfer possession or acquire or transfer possession. It should be able to acquire Bekiva. In any case, though, we have this Machlokas. Rav says that if a Yavama marries Yanku in the Shuk, it's not Chal at all. And Shmuel says, by Yosena, we still need a get because we're not sure. All right, we'll pick him here tomorrow. Brian? Yeah. Yes. Yes, Avram. Doesn't it say that if a person says, uh, uh, I think or I do tshuva, that is chal. The condition right. is chal. Yeah, that's because we assume that he's on tzaddik already, that he did tshuva. Yeah, because it's chal already. You can do it now, or he did it already. But with Dabr Shalom the guy, she's not, not divorced yodah. yet, or the husband did, somebody didn't die yet, or she's still in Shalit, so that's certainly Dabr Shalom So that's the machlokas we're going to discuss tomorrow about the, if you, could you be mocked with Dabr Shalom or not. Have a good day. Sure.